I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Hey, Flan. This is Paul from Georgetown. Longtime listener, first time caller. Just wanted to give you a shout out, congratulate you for one year anniversary, celebrating your one year anniversary of your podcast. Um, and mostly to thank you for pointing out a lot of minor irritations that I didn't know I had, like drink machine zombies and middle-aged Jersey guy and back-end parking dude. Anyway, enjoying the funny stories and the humorous observations. Keep them coming. Congrats on a year. Be well. Welcome to another podcast of I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. I'm your host, Bill Flanagan. I'd like to appreciate the feedback from my buddy and fan, Paul Berg. Left a little voicemail for me. And you know what? You can do the same thing. All you got to do is get on the internet, get on your app, find where it says leave a message, or support this podcast and give me some dough. You know, say whatever you want. I'll put it on. Call me every name in the book. I'll put it on. I don't care because you know what? It's probably true. Guys, I had a crazy, wild weekend. Well, not really. At this point, a crazy, wild weekend is you left the house. And that, that's essentially what I did. So my mom's birthday, her 88th birthday, she's still going strong, was on Monday. And my brother and I had decided we were going to take her up to the Windstar Casino. I told you I had some fever. I told you I was getting ready to get quenched. Well, this was it. But before going there I thought you know what I'm gonna go up see cousin Danny if you know anything about cousin Danny I did a whole episode go back and scroll down find the Danny episode I hadn't seen Danny in a couple years so anyway I thought you know I'll go up to Ponca City Oklahoma it's up there kind of by the Kansas border it's an all-day drive and I'll uh left last Friday I'll you know get there Friday afternoon it's been Friday evening Saturday Sunday have lunch Monday and head on back, meet mom and my brother up at the Windstar. It'll break up the trip on the way home. So that's what I did. A couple Danny updates. Number one, it's just another part of Danny world I don't understand is on his phone, you know how we have a clock? It's 1.30, it's 4.30, whatever. He has his on 24-hour military time. That's the only person I've ever known that has done that. Unless you're in the military, I suppose. Maybe he's in the CIA, and I don't even know it. Anyway, I thought that was disconcerting. Another thing about Danny is, um, as you realize, if you listen to the Danny episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. It gives you a little peek into Danny world, is food. And he, uh, maybe not so much lately, but for a while there, he was going to Arby's like every day. And the reason is they had specials. He won't go and get any food unless there's a deal on the app or there's a weekly deal like Sonic or KFC has a, has a weekly deal where he lives. And he, he plans his week out that way. So I told him, we're going to Arby's. He goes, he's kind of surprised. So I, I told him I haven't been to an Arby's in 20 years. I couldn't tell you. The last time I went to an Arby's, I said, I, I want to go to an, I went to an Arby's when I was a kid, I had a beef and cheddar or one of those little roast beef sandwiches. It seemed fine. So we go up to the Arby's and I say, well, what do you want? He goes, well, I don't know. And I'm thinking, how do you, how do you not know? You come here all the time. So I said, I'm buying it. Don't worry about it. Get whatever you want. 
I'm buying your dinner. So he got some sort of weird smokehouse brisket sandwich. And I thought, I'm just going to get two sandwiches. I want to get one of those little roast beef sandwiches and then a, you know, uh, what do they call it? Hot beef and cheddar, something like that. I don't want any of those damn curly fries. And I got a nice tea. So I thought, okay, this is my dinner. I got a, a medium-sized sandwich, a small sandwich, no fries, and iced tea. And uh, after I ate those, and they were fine. I mean, they were edible. They weren't. I didn't go. I never bit into it and go, mmm, wow, mmm, scrumptious. I bit it. It's like, yeah, this is, this is food. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just Arby's. But I tell you what. My constitution was not prepared for Arby's. Now, Danny's, he's got an iron constitution. He's been feeding it Arby's for the last 25, 30 years. My, my tender stomach started just like, ooh, rejecting the Arby's. So, <laughs> I see the commercials, Arby's, we have the meats. It, it should be Arby's, we have the cramps. Oh! So I just went around the house just the whole evening, just every once in a while I'd go, no, you know, just, just for drum, dramatic effect. He didn't get it. It's like, oh, God, Arby's. But I went for it. All right, so let's talk about the casino. I left the house with 850 bucks. I was going to make a weekend of it. This is a little mini vacation, four days gone. I wasn't pay for all my gas, all my food, Anything I bought, nothing on the credit card. And I figure, you know, with the gas and my food, taking Danny out to dinner a couple times, eh, I'll probably go through 250, 200, 250 bucks in gas and food and whatnot. Maybe a couple beers. And then that would leave me uh, $600 to gamble. And when I got to, I stopped at the Windstar on the way up, proceeded to lose about 150 bucks, which was not planned. That's on top of $50 in free play. Then I was pissed. But I didn't give it. Actually, I wasn't pissed. I didn't really care. I didn't care if I lost every penny. I was getting out of the house. Now, I would rather win. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't really hit anything. And I left. Stopped off at another casino outside of Norman. Because they have a Taco Bueno inside that casino. Oh, so delicious. I, I was raised on Taco Bueno. We didn't do Taco Bell. Taco Salt. Taco Filler Meat. We did the Bueno. Best bean burritos. You know why they have the best bean burritos? Because they don't put that red sauce. They put a little bit of chili sauce. Makes all the difference in the world. Beans, cheese, and a little chili sauce. All you need. No onions. None of that red shit. Full of salt. Go get some bueno. So I stopped there. Lost another probably 20 bucks. Uh, on Saturday, I drugged Danny to the casino. Lost a couple hundred bucks. So I, I'm telling you all in. I'm already down. I'm down to like $400 cash, but I have $100 left to free play on the way home. I didn't care. Well, I get there. We have a great time and we're all winning. I never put any of my own money in that machine. I turned the $100 free play. First 50, nothing. Second 50, I turned it into about $100. And I played on that all night long, up and down. Got up to maybe 150, 160, got down to about, you know, I think at one time it got down to like, 16 cents and then I hit like 150 bonus on my last spin I never really dug into my own $400 stash and at the end it's late 
Had a couple beers. Had a couple smokes. Taking mom up to the room. I said, Mom, I gotta hit this restroom. So when I come out, she's sitting at a machine. Put in a hundred dollar bill. My brother and I chipped in fifty. My brother shows up. So we're all sitting in this little area. It's like there's nobody else really around. My mom hits you know, a couple hundred bucks, then she hits like 300 bucks. And she's all excited because she plays video poker and loses her ass. She didn't play you know, slot machines. She doesn't really understand how they work, how the bonuses work, how the free spins work. So we were telling her. She was on fire. Then I sit down on the machine behind her with a $20 bill. And it's a little wheel spin. Three line, th- uh, it's a three-wheel game, nine-line, 25-cent, $2.25 max bet. And I turn that $20, I, you know, I get like $30, $40, I, then I get like a $50, then $100. Then I go next to my brother, sit next to my mom, and I hit a one four, I, I spent it one time at $4. I hit a bonus, got $125. Went back to the other machine, play a few more hits, get, get a, a 4X wheel spin at $125. That's $500. So I cash out $845 out of that machine when I start with a $20 bill. So my trip was made. I'd made up all the money I'd lost and then some. I had a free trip and several hundred dollars. Um, see, I think I came home with uh, about 400 more than I left with. And my brother hit a, I don't know, $725 line hit. My mom, We each won close to a grand between $800 and $1,200. So the casino was sweet. Yeah, good times. So that was my weekend. Came home exhausted, just beat from all the driving. My knee was killing me. Sitting in there, we're gonna have to have a chalky chalk report because my chalk's been good. And then I got in the car and it just kind of froze up, locked up. So let's bring it on. Chalky chalk scale. After a few days off from uh, the Chalky Chalk Report, we're bringing it back. Chalky Chalk Report, sponsored by Dr. Paul Burke, Scott and White Hospital, Georgetown, Texas, Round Rock, Texas. Take your, take your ailments to the guy. I sent my brother over there for a physical. That's a whole podcast in and of itself. I'm sure my brother would be thrilled for me to, to give you the details of his physical, which I won't do. But I'll just say this. He hadn't had a physical probably in 30 years. 20 years? I don't think he knew what was going to happen. So we'll just leave it at that. So chalky scale. Oh, a little stiff. Had to take some ibuprofen. I had the best chalky chalk for about three weeks. Maybe a month. But now it's, I got to get back on the rowing machine. I haven't rowed this week. Maybe that's why. I just need to loosen it up. We're going to go, we're going to go three sticks of chalk. Last night, I couldn't even bend it. My right knee. Left knee felt good. And that's, my right knee is my good knee. Or is it my left knee? You know, they switch. It used to be I have no ACL in my right knee. I've had two operations on it. It it feels like gravel if you put your hand on it and then I bend my knee. And that was my bad knee and my left one was my good one. And now, they both hurt, but not at the same time. So it's day to day, aren't we all? Such a chalky chalk. Two sticks of chalk. Enjoy that. Enjoy your knees. Enjoy your knees and your back before they give out on you. And guys, enjoy your penises too before they give out on you. 
All right, speaking of penises, you're probably thinking, why do you talk so much about penises? Because we don't talk enough. You know, if somebody can have the vagina monologues and they're up there looking at their vaginas with hand mirrors, that's, and everybody celebrates it, which I'm all for. Celebrate the shit out of it. We can talk a little bit about penises. Heck, that's, that's all we see on TV. Here's ultrasound therapy to make your penis work better. Here are pills to make your penis work better. You get your small penis emails. So I've been told <laughs> from people. So yeah, why not? Guys, if you Google world's largest penis, the first thing that's come, gonna come up is this dude named Jonah Falcon. Jonah Falcon, 50 year old male, born in 1970, claims to have the largest penis. Somebody's got it. This guy claims that his penis, when aroused, is 13.5 inches long. However, he is not authorized or permitted independent verification of this figure. Well, then it doesn't count. You could say your penis is a mile long unless someone can measure it for you and verify it. It doesn't count. So what do we got? We got anecdotal evidence. We got a guy from his fifth grade class saw his penis in, I don't know, gym class and said it was eight years long, eight, eight inches long at that point. And he had to change in a bathroom stall. Dude, if I had an eight inch long penis in fifth grade, I'd be walking to school in a G-string. I wouldn't be changing in a bathroom stall. I'd come to school in a mankini. I mean, come on. Man, by high school, up to nine and a half inches. Like 15 years old, 10 and a half inches. You see what's happening here? His penis length is trying to catch up with his age <laughs> at that point but it can't do it, it's impossible. You can shoot your age in golf. There are 80 years old, eight or 70 year old people probably shot at 70, 75, they've shot at 75. But the whole catching up to your length in penis, that, that stops after maybe age three, two? Two, certainly. Well, um, another interesting little tidbit is this guy, Jonah, Falcon has um, decided that when he dies, he's going to donate his penis to uh, a museum, the Penis Museum, after his death. It's in Iceland. It's called the Phallological Museum, the Icelandic Phallological Museum, also known as the Penis Museum. Man, but that's a hard ticket to get in, see <laughs> the Penis Museum. Wow. What are they showing? Just a bunch of chopped off penises? Sounds like a horror movie. What could they possibly be displaying at the Icelandic Phallological Museum? Well, when Jonah Falcon dies, we know what's one thing that's going to be there, his penis. What does Jonah Falcon do? Well, you guessed it. He lives with his mother. He's in between jobs. Um, in a 2003 interview, 
He stated that his longest romantic relationship with a woman lasted for one year. When he was interviewed by Out Magazine, he identified his sexual orientation as bisexual. Of course, you gotta share your penis with the world. You can't just share with half the world. Falcon is an only child who grew up in a four-story house in Brooklyn with a large extended family, including cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, great-grandparents. He lived with his grandmother in Puerto Rico for three years between the ages of six and nine before moving back to New York. So got a guy, huge penis man, lives at home, in his parents' basement. Maybe he still does. He kind of looks like Jimmy Fallon. Ooh, Jimmy Fallon, Jonah Falcon. You've never seen him in the same room at the same time. You know, I have no idea. If the, this guy has a Wikipedia page, anybody can make one, but they're, and you can't make one on yourself. So somebody said, let's, I'm gonna sit down and I'm going to type a whole Wikipedia page on Jonah Falcon, the man who claims to have the longest willy on the planet. Now, he's not, you know, he's not the only one. There are other people that claim theirs are bigger. So, you know, what you're going to have to do is <laughs> do your research. I hate when I hear people say that. You know, do your research. Don't listen to me. Do your own research. That's code for, I'm full of shit. I mean, if you're telling everybody to do their research, what are they going to be doing? They're going to be looking at a bunch of crappy sites on the internet like you did. And however you felt that day, you're going to accept whatever truth you want. Don't listen to me. Go do your research. I hate that shit. You know what? Just don't go do your research. Use your common sense. Here's my common sense telling me, Jonah Falcon does not have a 13 and a half inch penis when erect. The odds are against it. Could he be the one guy? Yeah. Odds are against it. He could live on, uh, is it big? Yeah, probably. He claimed he got stopped by, you know, uh, in the airport, security. They thought he was packing something in his pants he was penis so he went, ended up getting a body scan and they begrudgingly let him through wondering that really is, I mean think about it let's say you had a small penis but you got this fake penis and you stuck your little penis into the fake penis where there was like six inches of empty space where you could put your cocaine where you could put your bombs your penis bombs. Put your fake, you know, put your money that you're smuggling. Your hashish, your heroin into the fake penis that you've put your little penis in. I mean, they can't just start pulling on your penis, can they? You know, you just have to beat a body scan. So you have to just, you know, practice until you get the fake penis just right. Then you're good to go. Pretty soon, you know, all it would take is one guy. If one guy has a shoe bomb, we got to start taking off our shoes. One dude does a penis bomb, we're getting penis checked for the rest of our lives. Doesn't bother me. Check my penis. I don't care. Can you imagine some people, they're not checking my penis. I'll check it. Check it all you want. 
Just give me a little area, a little private area. I'll drop chow. You examine. I get on the plane. Doesn't bother me. People say, yeah, yeah, it would. Well, not if everybody's doing it. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably get sick of it if I flied a lot. You'd have to get a TSA pre-penis check. That probably cost you a little extra dough. Guys, um, my wife's out of town. She's left Thursday morning, early. Before I'd even walk the dog, she wouldn't even help me walk the dogs. She, she hauled ass. You know, we walk the dogs in the morning. It's a lengthy thing. She, she wouldn't even stay for that. She didn't want to get sweaty. It's like, you got to fix it and be gone, man. One more time. I mean, if she was leaving at 7 in the morning to catch a plane, yeah. Well, you're just lollygagging, do whatever you want. Yeah, walk the dogs. Then go to your thing. It's in, it's in Austin. It'll be 30 minutes later. No one cares. You're just setting up. So I walked the dogs yesterday. It was kind of rainy all day. Had to dry them off with a towel. Same thing today. A little bit wet. Had to dry them off with a towel. Had to walk three of them. I have three dogs. It's like two dogs too many, but I love them. Before I let you go, I do have another dog story. I put this on Facebook the other day. but So uh, i trying to get my... Here's how it really happened. I, I kind of went around kind of made it simplified on Facebook. But here's what happened. It's about 2.30. It's ready for my nap. I'm tired. I'm going to lay down. i maybe fall asleep. And Clemo and Leroy are on the bed. And so is Ro They're all on the bed. Clemo usually doesn't get on the bed. She gets in her little doggy bed on the floor. But we got this new mattress topper that they can't freaking get off of. It's so comfortable. So I'm trying to get her to move. She just won't do it. And this is very unlike her. So I'm going to go and I'm going to get on the other side because there's a little bit of room for me on Allison's side of the bed. And as I round the corner, I tripped on the little stairs that we use to let the dogs get on the bed. And I just fall to the ground. I mean, I don't fall hard. I mean, it's kind of like I catch myself and I roll down to the ground. There's really no way to avoid it. I'm going down. It's not like I hit hard, but I, 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 I fall down. I trip and kind of fall. And I scream. I'm like, ah! On the way down. Rocky did not care. Leroy and Clementine come bounding off the bed to check on me. But I thought, this is a good, good test. I'm going to pretend I'm unconscious. See how the dogs react. Well, Leroy, he sniffed around for a little bit. And then he just got, went back up the doggy steps and got back on the bed. But Clementine was very disconcerted. She was pawing at me and whining and taking her nose and finally she took her head and like a bull she got underneath me and tried to like push me up to the sitting position but i just kind of pretended i was unconscious for a little while longer and she kept working on it and then i kind of grunt, oh, uh, sat up and she was like oh, oh licking me putting her paw on me she was worried about me so now i know which dog cares it's clementine you know why? Because I tuck her in bed. She didn't sleep in our bedroom. She goes and gets on the sofa away from everybody. She, she's got a little antisocial. And I go in there and I tell her goodnight. And I put a little blanket on her. And I whisper in her ear, goodnight, sweet girl. She knows. She knows. The other dogs only like me if, if they're getting food. Clementine, she knows. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of I'm Not Mad. I'm Just Irritated. I'd like to uh, thank my underwriters. 
Paul, Matt, Allison, Will, Schrader. Uh, please consider. And you know what? You can also uh, rate this podcast. Yeah, rate it. Rate and review. Give me dough. Leave me a message. Those are the three things you can do. I don't have sponsors. I had one, but it's like, no, don't want it. All the sponsors on um, all the podcasts are all the same. So it doesn't matter what podcast you're listening to, the same group of advertisers seem to add on every seem to advertise on every podcast. All right, everybody, you have a great weekend. We will see you next time. I am out. Just irritated